Well, there was, there was a fly on a that seems to be hovering around by this giant mirror that we've got, and the cat keeps jumping at the mirror, and the mirrors. It, at some point during this call, this this mirror is going to probably come crashing down. Hell yeah! And I've just got to accept that because you can't control cats; they're just even harder to control mirrors. Yeah, <laughs> those are the two things in life that you just have no control over. Three certainties in life: taxes, cats, and mirrors. <laughs> right. I think that's how the saying goes. Yeah, and you can't control any of them. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. don't even try. The the end. That's the whole saying, I think. Uh, well, <laughs> let me just get my fucking notes for fuck yeah get those fucking notes hell yeah nope that's not it i just opened a file that was like dick shaney was born penis bruce shaney I was like, oh, those, are my, <laughs> those are my podcast notes you <laughs> are listening to percents idiots I spy with my lie something beginning with S. That's shut the fuck up, Dad. The the really good podcast that we do. Usually about albums. This one's about a music video. Um, today we will be talking about the award-winning music video for the song Lullaby by none other than uh, Crawley UK's The Cure. So, uh, who are the Cure? We got Paul Thompson on guitar, keyboards, and saxophone. Uh, at least at the time of this song's recording, I might add. Simon Gallup on bass and keyboards. Boris Williams on drums and percussion. Uh, Lul Tolhurst on keyboards and drum machine. Uh, Roger O'Donnell on uh, keyboards. And, of course, the iconic frontman of the Cure, Robert Smith. Vocals, guitar, keyboards normal name too normal and yeah this is lullaby um this is one of the cures arguably best songs from one of the cures uh best albums um 1989's disintegration which was released by fiction records it's a song about going to sleep and a not so friendly neighborhood spider-man i guess Maybe some like trademark issues here, but I don't know. Either that or like a way too friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm getting real Nightman vibes from. I this. was thinking this. It's <laughs> the first time I think I've seen this music video since Dayman yeah. Nightman, and yeah, it's, uh... it's good that I'm not the only one. It was like immediately. I was like, this is just, this is what, what Nightman by Chemical Toilet could have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what they were going for. Yeah. yeah. If the, if the, <laughs> if the vocalist and principal songwriter wasn't illiterate. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we, we don't know if Robert Smith can read or write. So let's tell you know. Also yeah. true. Yeah. Just some background on the band who are incredibly famous and extensively written about, thus ensuring that nothing I say will come off as captivating or original or, or groundbreaking um they initially emerged on the scene as a as a relatively straightforward post-punk outfit but from about 1984 or so uh they started um eschewing some of the genre typical song structures that characterize much of their early work in order to of course experiment with more of a, a pop sensibility and accommodate uh, musical elements that would help form the basis of um, dream pop, shoegaze, gothic rock, etc. And uh, yeah, in doing so, it would uh, help 
the band evolve into one of the most influential and important British groups of all time. And uh, yeah, the album Disintegration, and in particular, um, we can say, I guess, its first single, Lullaby, are probably some of the best examples of the band's uh, culminating sound. Yeah, regarding my uh, experience with the band, I have been a huge fan of The Cure since I was probably about 12 or 13, I would say. I was was getting really into punk music at the time, and as a result, I was um, exposed to adjacent genres of music, such as post-punk and other genres that kind of fall under the, the new wave umbrella. I heard the song Boys Don't Cry, and I thought, It was a slap right off the bat. Very little to hate there. And upon diving into their discography, I realized that I'd actually heard a lot of songs by them uh, before that. So Friday I'm in Love um, was pretty big on the the airwaves. Why Can't I Be You, I think also got a bit of play, or at least I heard on the radio, Just Like Heaven is another example, um, etc. And yeah, I realized that I had in fact heard this band. And, you know, I think uh, The Cure also had like a really compelling, like for a kid, it was like, oh, The Cure, that's a kind of a cool name. And their image was, was kind of cool. You know, it made them seem sort of enticingly subversive. But, you know, they also wrote really good songs. And uh, as I think as a moody teenager, some of their more morose and or wistful compositions are almost tailor-made for that sort of audience, regardless of which generation you belong to, which I guess also speaks to the band's timelessness, but that's that's another thing. But yeah, with the advent of YouTube not long after my discovery of my, my proper discovery of the band, I was watching some of their music videos, including the one for Lullaby, which also immediately struck me as familiar. And I realized that when I was 10 years old, I saw the music video for it. And found it absolutely fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, I was somewhat engrossed by the nightmarish imagery of the video, even if the song didn't immediately blow me away. Because I think this was around the time I started seeing like Marilyn Manson um, music videos. So I thought, oh, I'm getting some, uh, some Marilyn Manson vibes. <laughs> so I, so I, I thought that was that, that was kind of cool. The other time of note I saw this was. Uh, Hamish, you might remember we went to Amsterdam, like, what was it, like six? Yeah, six years ago, probably. Jesus, yeah. And we drove there overnight with some some friends, went to the hotel, but instead of going straight to sleep, we visited a coffee shop in the morning. I believe the coffee shop is called something like Pre de Me in Amsterdam. It's a multi-level marketing scheme, multi-level. Um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a coffee shop that's kind of like a, a department store. Lots of different floors where you can smoke weed um, i guess ostensibly allegedly yeah allegedly but yeah i remember like ah i was in a fucking way because like obviously you know we were quite sleep deprived and we were high as fuck and i remember the coffee shop had televisions that would just play music videos like all day and i remember they must have been on some sort of like early 90s retrospective because i remember the music video for this came on and it was either followed by or preceded by Return to Innocence by Enigma. That's, that's a hell of a double act. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, I'm not having this. I am not in the, the, <laughs> the, the headspace uh, for this to be anywhere near appropriate. I, I mean, I kind of I just wanted to cry and call my parents. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, we went back to the hotel and I took a nap and I woke up and I was like, Man, I was tripping. So yeah, that's, I guess in a roundabout way, that's my 
story of the game. <laughs> um, what about you guys? Uh, obviously, I, I, I shared the Amsterdam story. Uh, I've, I'm a big fan of the Cure. Uh, they got a they got a pretty big back catalogue, but um, they're they're damn good, damn good band. Probably one of the the best English bands of that kind of late eighties, uh, early nineties era. Yeah, and Lullaby. I think when I was younger, um, it wasn't my favorite Cure song. I think like they they it's it's a bit more subdued than some of their kind of more punchier hits that I was a bigger fan of. But as I've got older, obviously, I, I've come to see it. For the uh, for the genius that it is, um, this music video scared me as well, but in a different way because I'm uh, incredibly arachnophobic. Oh yeah, that's I didn't even mention that. Yeah, yeah, to the extent terrible. that I I can't even kind of I I don't like looking at footage or even still images of spiders. I can deal with the the Spider Man slash Nightman because. That's just Robert you can watch Spider Man. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can watch Spider Man. Um, but yeah, when 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 and I had forgotten actually before watching it. It's been years since I'd seen this music video that that there was actual footage of a tarantula in it. And uh, yeah, that sucks. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> I'm just picturing you being terrified of uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and and Tom Holland. Oh, like objectively, three. I mean, in a way, intimidating people on the planet. No way home must have been like nine eleven for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toby does. He can go to that place where he's kind of dead behind the eyes. Yeah, sort of psychopath. I mean, Spider Man Three should should scare everyone. Mm. It, but also amaze them at the same time. Dark, I never yeah, bothered with the Garfield man. one. I feel he's got too much hair, and he doesn't know whether he's English. Oh, I, I was thinking the cat for some reason. <laughs> Spider Man, but he he loves. He's the cat. <laughs> uh, he hates Mondays and crime. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man! Um, fantastic, good stuff. Fantastic. That was great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this um good man, good video. It, it's much funnier now that I've seen the Nightman connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say I'm much more of a, a fan of Chemical Toilet than I am of The Cure. <laughs> uh, not that I have anything against The Cure. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I'm a, I'm a Cure hater or something. I think they're they're perfectly fine. I've heard a bunch of their songs on the radio. It's just not something that I've ever really gotten into. Whereas Always Sunny, I've seen. You know, especially that episode I've seen multiple times. And so, yeah, big fan of the Nightman, the feeling so wrong and right, man. But uh, yeah, and I had never I'd never heard this song before or seen this video for that matter. And uh, yeah, it kind of kind of surprised me. It was not what I was expecting. Um, having seen that this was this was like a top 10 single in, in both the UK and Ireland. And uh, yeah, it's a bit bit unconventional. As far as um... well, Thatcher was prime minister, Henry. So you That's have to true. remember it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a fun time for anyone. <laughs> Very different headspace that people had back then. That's true. But uh, yeah, uh, like like Haber said, I think this is um, kind of a funny video. I wasn't terrified at all now that uh, you know because I, I drew the connection to uh, to the Nightman. In fact, watching this for the first time and listening to the song simultaneously for the first time, uh, it was like a a magical journey of discovery because I, I started to get it an inkling is like oh wait this kind of reminds me of something and then i i sort of pieced it together i was like oh my god it's it's just my man, yeah. me, me. <laughs> literally spiders inside his dream like robert smith's 
Uncle Uncle Jack Smith was clearly a very strange man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with normal hands, normal sized hands, <laughs> very normal. The song, I think, as we've hinted, it's not exactly standard fare for The Cure. Um, this song, which is their sixth most played on Spotify, as well as their top charting in the UK, it's a bit more of a kind of slow and hypnotic affair compared to some of the more up-tempo stuff they, they're perhaps a bit more known for. Um, but yeah, this also still has quite a, a haunting and unsettling feel to it. You've got this, obviously, um, you got this pretty recognizable reverb soaked guitar riff played over these kind of sultry strings. And these are both quite delicate, but each have their own counterpoint in some additional guitar and string bits that are delivered in much more of a kind of staccato in order to complement the sort of languid rhythm section that this song has. It's almost like a disco band on like Benzo's kind of vibe. And then obviously the, the dreamy atmosphere of the, the instruments is uh, juxtaposed with some pretty nightmarish musings from our friend uh, Bobby Smith. Basically, he's scared he's going to get eaten by Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man prefer men or women? It doesn't matter. When the spider is hungry, he'll eat. It's true. Quite graphic as well is his fear of, of what Spider-Man could do yeah. or, or plans to do. And I guess like, yeah, I guess the true genius of the song is that, you know, it, it's, it's quite open to interpretation. You know, it could be about nightmares, could be about depression, drug addiction, um, or perhaps even the incredible Spider-Man or your uncle sneaking into your room in the middle of the night, uh, you know, and then everything gets a bit hazy after that. It's just two men sharing the night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's, wrong, it might, it's, just right. it's just two men like loving brothers. <laughs> <laughs> one on top and one on bottom. But yeah, in many ways, the the precursor to uh to the Nightman mm -hmm. in a big way, yeah. yeah, in a major way. I saw that Smith has had he's offered a bunch of different explanations. He can't seem to make up his mind what the song is about. Um, I think all of them could be true, uh, including one being that his his dad used to sing him disturbing songs when he was a child that they would have horrible endings, uh. which is <laughs> certainly something I want to. I want to do to my children. This is dad in primary. That's that's incredible. Songs with bad endings. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Just making up some songs with terrible endings. Oh, a Stan. He's he's singing Stan to his son. <laughs> <laughs> you just rap all of Stan to your son. There we go. That's a good one. I would say Dragon Force, but those songs just never end. So it's hard <laughs> yeah, for me yeah. to tell. And I don't know what the fuck those songs were about. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Bobby Schmidt plays uh, not only himself, but also the Spider-Man. The only difference being that he's just on the ceiling. I don't think there's any really a difference in the aesthetic that he's playing the Spider-Man that you get with the Dayman and Nightman. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess the moral is um, can't trust anybody, not even yourself. Not even yourself. It would be great if he was dressed in like a bright yellow suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
and a top hat. Mm. I mean, judging from, well, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves and talk about the music video, but the, the costume department looked pretty impressive. They must have had like a yellow suit and yeah. <laughs> somewhere, in, somewhere in there. That's your regular outfit when you're, you know, sick in bed or whatever mm. that guy is in this music video. I want to start doing that thing like that. I think Brad the soldier does it. It's like he he goes to sleep dressed like Scrooge. <laughs> with, <laughs> like, with, like the, with the stripe. Yeah, with the, the, hat. Yeah, with yeah. the hat and <laughs> the long shirt. I want to start doing that. <laughs> that's, that's an under, underrated thing is, you know, sleep headwear. Yeah. That needs yeah. to make a mix. I think. Do you think that there must have originally been a reason for sleep headwear that has been lost? It must have just been a lot colder. Like, yeah, you know, insulation yeah. wasn't, you know, you didn't have hive controlling your heating at home. Oh, no. <laughs> Good so, point. Uh, you insulated everything with straw. So that's another use, I guess. The hat protects your face from being hideously <laughs> disfigured by burns. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> or you just, the, the cloth burns into your skin <laughs> well i guess on the tangent from insulation on watching the music video uh have you guys ever come across uh, and or used uh fake spider web stuff that is all over this music video i mean i've probably been in a place that's had it yeah I can't say it's one of my most like frequently bought things incredibly flammable yeah. Mm, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing uh, Robert Smith wasn't wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't use fake fake spider webs as insulation in your home. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they, oh man, if Robert Smith had like died in like a flammable spider web accident. <laughs> you lived your life like a candle in the wind. <laughs> Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of that, royal people. Um, yeah, not categorically related to this song, I guess, but in the interest of, of being somewhat topical, um, I suppose, um, many on the internet, I, again, I didn't bother to actually check this, many people were saying that a decade ago, Bobby Smith, he, um, he predicted the date the Queen would die, and then he was only off by one day. Damn. Wow. Maybe he was in... Australia when he predicted it. Possible, yeah. So his, 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 he got the time zones fucked up. <laughs> he fucked up the time zones. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't factor that into his calculation. Well, we've got uh, Mr. Smith. He's, he's in bed, chilling and shit, in like a heavily cobwebbed room. I mean, that's just inviting spiders, I think, and Spider-Men to, to invade your your thoughts and your dreams, I think. Uh, and then you got the rest of the band. They show up intermittently dressed as, um, I guess, also cobwebbed old-timey soldiers. Uh, toy soldiers, you might say. Because <laughs> Robert is... He's supposed to be the soldier who never blows his composure. But um, yeah, and then uh, the, the Spider-Man, also played by Smith, he, he, uh, he, he comes through the window and he hangs out on the ceiling and he's generally kind of just a, a creepy presence 
And then as the video goes on, uh, regular Smith gets more and more covered in spider webs. He gets touched on by some arms, ostensibly, you know, the, the Spider-Man's arms uh, that are coming out of his bed. And then it ends with him being swallowed by what I guess is, is meant to be a giant spider. But as far as I can tell, it could be any sort of hairy hole. Very yonic in imagery. Um, mm. It reminded me of, I think it might be in the deleted scenes, but in the first Jackass films, uh, they make a giant sand vagina and um, Pontius sings a song about it. Yeah, he, he puts on a giant penis suit and he, he jumps into the sand vagina. Geniuses, yeah. really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a uh, couldn't help but think like this is this is honestly this video captures what it's what it feels like uh, after you're at like a four day festival. Hmm. Uh, real, real come down vibes. Interesting. Do you ever see spiders or anything? I you do get sleep paralysis, so maybe you know if if you want, you know, if you're willing to pay for I've, it. I've seen spiders because mm. because yeah. uh people in finland talk about this thing called they call it the night of the lizards which is like after you're you're on a bender and you can't sleep uh some people apparently hallucinate and they start seeing like lizards crawling on the ceiling i've never <laughs> experienced it myself but apparently here it's like a fairly common thing here is in what finland in finland yeah yeah uh, i have a, I've, I've had it where i i hear like knocking sounds which i guess kind of also fits this kind of spider-man motif but no I'm not. i mean that could be literally people knocking yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it did that could also be a normal thing that happened it, it turned out that was what was happening yeah there was, just, there was someone at the door but uh, you know yeah, knocking knocks on the door lizards crawling all over the knocks wall. on the door then people coming into the house and then conversations happening you know, it was the whole thing <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really i don't know what i get what do I get? Um, but yeah, uh, talking about this video, um, yeah, talking about that that uh, the, the the sand vagina. So uh, I was reading an interview uh, with uh, the director, um, who we will be getting into very shortly. He's he's a very very no pope, no pope. No pope. Um, well, yes, pope, I guess in this case. Yeah, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> But yeah, famously, so this is, I'm not saying this, he's saying this. Uh, famously, what we did at our meetings was to talk for an hour or two until we came up with an idea. That's usually our meetings go. Um, I would assume that I knew what uh, Robert was saying, but then he'd turn up on set and it would be a different story. So, so far, like, very on brand. Like, this is what we're, you know, this is what I understand is Robert Smith. He's a very... Um, he, he 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 changes his mind a lot. He's a very indecisive man. He wants a curtain in front of his face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when he performs. Yeah, because he was he was too scared of uh, having people see him sing. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tim continues. Uh, this happened on Lullaby. He gave me the best line he'd given me. The best line anyone has ever given me before a video shoot. Quote: I feel like I'm being eaten by a thousand million shivering furry holes. End quote. You don't get lines like that every day of the week. Uh, he assumed I was going to build. Yeah, certainly <laughs> yeah, don't. I don't think I've ever heard that ever. <laughs> uh, he, he assumed that I was going to build a large spider's mouth, but what I actually built was a rather large female organ instead. The, the one you see him mm. get sucked into. It's like, yeah, we know. We know which one you want. Yeah. 
Um, the right. only thing yeah. you get sucked into in this video. Um, so there seemed to be some confusion. The band, frankly, do not like dressing up. That is very apparent in Lullaby. They are very uncomfortable with that. It's not a thing they feel good about. And I guess, yeah, you know, for this video, um, you don't really want anyone looking like they're having a good time. Yeah. I mean, True. doesn't isn't the whole thing about the cure though is that they kind of dress up? Well, they they, like... they wear they, they wear black, but I don't think they they dress up like the Nutcracker. I suppose, yeah, is is makeup dressing up? And to be fair, only only Robert Smith really does the makeup. True. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what any of the other members look like. I guess I assume that they kind of dress like Chris Angel or something, but maybe they're just in sweatpants and t-shirts. Yeah, they dress like Weezer basically. Flip-flops and cowboy hats. <laughs> so, it, yeah, so it is just a vagina. Okay, there we that go. makes sense then. Finally. From the horse's mouth, from the Pope's mouth. There's one crazy Pope. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently uh, there's one video of the year at the 1990 Brit Awards. Brit, Brit Award for British Music Video of the Year. That is... Um, In Britain. Yeah, it's like, great. That's a lot of, lot of Brits. Yeah. It's too many, really. Well, now there's one less. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Robert would would very much enjoy that joke. See you in hell. Although by the time by the time this episode comes, <laughs> it'll be very old news. I mean, she'll still be dead. Yeah, yeah don't be sure. wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, she won't exactly come back to life in, in the next. Well, week. you never know. Mm. <laughs> She lives on in our hearts. Weirder things have well, <laughs> weirder things have happened, I guess. Um, have they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such as. Um, well, I didn't think anyone was going to pull me up on that. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to let it happen. Okay. Um, um, not only did this 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 was a fact that surprised me. It didn't surprise me that this won best British music video because um, it's a good music video, but. I didn't realize this was the highest charting cure single ever. Um, and then that height was fifth, which I kind of thought they would have at least had like a number two or a three in their history. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's just a bit of a shock there. You, you'd think that like Friday I'm in love would have charted higher or something. Yeah, but again, boys like don't cry. For, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Just like heaven. Like there's some bangers there that like you'd think it'd, it'd take the moment, but well you know soft sell we're about so yeah it's always gonna be tough them and their soft cells Pope. Um, it probably won't be the last time we discuss this guy, if I'm being, uh, if I'm being honest. I'm surprised it's the first. Um, well, uh, yeah, this guy. Uh, apparently, he worked for one of the first companies that did media training for politicians, which is, yeah, very, very uh, lucrative, I would imagine, um, even though it doesn't work. But um, he said, I'd done the college film thing and ended up working for this company that trained politicians to go on telly. Uh, this was in the late 70s, so he probably uh, met quite a lot of interesting people. 
Uh, in the meantime, I used to nick the camera in the evening and go and film bands on stage. I was working with people like the Psychedelic Furs and the Specials, just filming them at gigs with a single camera. And then a mate of mine from a place where I used to nick the camera from just had a, vi a video done for Iggy Pop, the sweating lunatic. Uh, he didn't say that. Um, so I started doing storyboards for music videos. I think my first video was for Soft Cells bed sitter so yeah um he basically made a video for anybody who was anybody in the 80s and uh i think he even did one for fat boy slim um a bit later on so yeah this guy uh he's, he's got he's got some cred he's got yeah, some he street the, credentials did the safety dance by yeah um, that's that's a real classic that's yeah a, yeah that's the one that stood out to me mm -hmm. the men without hats yeah that's a great song did a couple of bowies he did Sometimes by James. That's a crazy music video. Yeah, that's a fucking good song as well. Neil Young's. Young Neil's. Yeah, some Neil Young's. Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Give an outlier, but is that? Um, <laughs> they did a song for Soft Cell. They did a video for Soft Cell for a song called Sex Dwarf, which sounds really interesting. So uh, Soho brothel workers with chainsaws. And a, and a dwarf in a, in a fetish outfit and a lot of uh, raw meat everywhere. Sounds like a whale of a time. Is that really what the music video contains? I haven't actually seen just it. Just guessing. That's okay. Just, that's just what I've heard. You say that's got to go on the list. It is. That's what my ears on the street tell me. I really. The... Yeah. Oh, you, you go. Well, I was just going to say he directed one of several unnecessary sequels for The Crow. Um, the Crow City of Angels, I think he did. Yeah, he apparently he he wasn't very happy with how that went. And that's that's the movie The Crow, intercut with the movie City of Angels, right? Exactly. He Nicholas Cage plays the Crow. Yeah, and then Iris by the Good All Stars playing. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but that wasn't his choice apparently. So <laughs> oh, okay, big dispute over it. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I think that kind of jaded him a little bit. So he hasn't really done a lot of uh, of, of uh, silver screen stuff, of uh, silver screen quotations. Um, although apparently he is working on his uh, follow-up, uh, a film called uh, Drone, or I guess Drone as pronounced in English, English. And yeah, apparently he also, he made a short film called Phone. So he's got Phone and Drone, but apparently Phone... Um, uh, Scorsese allegedly loved it. Apparently he wrote him and said, uh, I love it. It's, it's great. Uh, I'm assuming that's yeah. what the letter would have... Letters don't really sound like anything, but I assume <laughs> that's what it would have sounded like. It's a missed opportunity to call him on the phone. Hmm. He, pro he probably couldn't get like the country code right. He's like, right. all right, zero. And then uh, he just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Phones are pretty pretty difficult. Notoriously difficult for Martin Scorsese. Hello, I'm Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I did Mean Streets and Nil by Mouth. I also directed Meet the Fockers. Also, I'm Teddy Kubrick. <laughs> did anyone listen to uh, his single? Tim Pope. Tim Pope. <clears throat> no. Apparently he, no, nor did I. I couldn't find it, but apparently <laughs> right. he... Well, let's, let's, let's there play you go. a little bit. Um, it's called uh, I Want to Be a Tree. I want to be a tree. No, that's not how the song goes. I want to be a tree. Now I wanna be a tree. <laughs> that's such a fucking awful song. <laughs> oh. 
Come on, what's all this? I'm not gonna lie, this kind of sounds like when you turn on the radios in um, Fallout. Sorry, Tim. Stick to videos, my guy. <laughs> anyway, I also noticed that the the first collaboration that Pope did with with the Cure, um, so he it came when um, Robert Smith asked him to direct the video for "Let's Go to Bed," which may have just been a request that Tim Pope completely <laughs> misinterpreted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to have gay sex with you, but I guess this video is cool. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he went on to do 40 videos with these guys, apparently. <laughs> Not a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> he missed out on the gay sex, but he got 40 videos out of it. As, as far as misunderstandings go, you know, this is one of those happy misunderstandings. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How many times do you reckon that's happened, you know? people are expecting gay sex and they just get a music video right? <laughs> more times than we'd think i, re I, reckon. Yeah. I reckon we really looked into it i mean have you you know like dave la chapelle has made so many yeah. music videos <laughs> there, there must have been a crossover at some point <laughs> dave la chapelle it's just dave chapelle but french he like does the like the the quinelle <laughs> during his like dave chapelle with a beret on yeah <laughs> Smoking, well, he's, he's chain smoking cigarettes anyway. Ugh. Regular Dave Chappelle smokes a lot. As I guess, well. I guess, I guess, wrapping this up very neatly. You know the way a the way a spider might might do its prey, the way the way Spider Man might do his prey, the way a earthworm whispers softly to a mouse. Exactly, exactly. It's getting very poetic now. We're literary geniuses. Um, Spiritual lyrical miracle. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I'm, I'm really like sillied out. Like, I can't think of anything like profound. Uh, <laughs> I mean, other than like, I mean, I mean, you know, as far as videos from the '80s that we've done, I think this is, you know, probably one. Well, I guess when would this have been filmed? Because it, it it won the award in 1990, but would it? Yeah. Have, I guess it would have been made in '89. Yeah, I mean, isn't award season generally early in the year? So I'd think. You yeah, know, the Brits, I think, around May. 89, if not 88. Well, yeah, I guess, like, I, I think usually when we do 80s videos on this show, that it's always a bit of a 50-50. This is kind of, even though the, the, even though this is, like, a lot of Tim Ver Burton vibe to it, and I don't really care for, for Tim Burton, um, it's, you know, it's still kind of cool. I, I, I enjoyed this. It'd be so cool if there was a skateboarder called Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yeah. <laughs> got vertical as hell. Oh man, I, I couldn't imagine this fucking guy. Right? <laughs> Tim Burton, Johnny Depp is Robert Smith in, oh, in wow. the movie about the cure. Yeah, that's what um, we need. We need more films about fucking musicians. They're white. <laughs> He's white. Uh, oh, <laughs> Robert Smith the, is decidedly white. The, the boys, the boys don't cry, dude. He's white. He's white. <laughs> He couldn't be more white, really. I mean, it, in many ways. Yeah, he is like he actually he actively tries to make himself more white. Like that's you know the makeup and stuff. Yeah, true. Not yeah, white Dr. Enough. Dre released the Chronic, 
and then there's the cure which i guess is a similar kind of thing yeah the, the cure 2001 like the white version yeah <laughs> yeah still not loving spider-man still not crying <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like that that's a that would be that's good. content <laughs> um yeah well that was uh vidiots the shut the fuck up dad boys with <laughs> lullaby by the cure um yeah join us next week where we will discuss an album anal bub <laughs> <laughs>